0: Good morning and welcome to another Beza online service. Uh, One big announcement today. Uh, We are now ready to launch our phase two of our reopening strategy. So next Sunday will be our first Sunday service with home care members only. And for information for how to participate and register, please refer to the numbers and the information on the screen. We will give you all the further information and all the details uh, through those channels. And also pay attention to our social media announcements coming up this week as well pertaining to that. God did this. Acts chapter 17 and verse number 26 and 27 from one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth and he determined the times set for them and the exact places where they should live God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him yes fatro so we've been working through this series taking our our our, our title for the series right out of the text of the scripture, God did this. Uh, uh, we may know who we are, but only God knows why we are. And why is explained in the very next statement. God did this so that men would seek him. And we said that that word is the Greek word selaphas. Which means to grope or to feel after. Uh, We can't see God physically but we can feel after him in the spirit and last week we touched on that last bit which says though he is not far from each one of us uh, and we talked about how close God actually is 1 John 4 15 actually says that he lives in inside of us for those who are believers that means we've opened the door for god himself to make his habitation and his residence and his home in us Uh, so um, uh, we don't find our purpose through seeking after purpose We find purpose by seeking God. Psalm 57 verse 2 says, I cried out to God. Uh, And it is he who fulfills his purpose for me. So if purpose seems a bit lost and confused in your heart, Stop doing your Google search and start seeking after God. We cry out to God and He fulfills His purpose for us. Amen and Amen. We're going to continue those ideas of uh, uh, how close God is. Um, if, uh, if I could just go back to the diagram that I drew last week, if you will allow me. Uh, because I feel that this is a kind of helpful just to get a, a visual for what is unvisual. <laughs> So, God lives in us by way of his Spirit. So, we are Spirit, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. And then we have this soul. And soul is the, described as um, uh, our 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 will you know our thoughts our emotions nafsa chen sametha chen astasaba chen na amrua chen na faqada chen yallebet motano and then lastly we have our body bama charasha demo akala chen alle for the flesh moyem sigachen and uh, we are pretty much always somehow working within these these three realms right here now we said last week that there's a border right here between our spirit and our soul and then there's another border or our, our body and our soul and another border crossing right here between our our soul and our spirit uh, we we are in touch with our bodies and we process through our five senses. Uh, smell touch feel all those Okay, but we 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 contact this border by the promises We cannot access our spirit red man this union through the senses We can only access this, so so that's why we sometimes, although God lives in us, that's why we cannot feel him because he is not accessed through the senses. And our feeling is a poor gauge for how we are doing spiritually. It's a liar. We access the spirit man, the God part of us, through the promises. So promises outweigh our senses. So, the us see. Always, <laughs> always, always, always. And, and the more we engage the promises, the more the spirit realm uh, uh, becomes alive in us, and the more that spirit realm actually manifests on the outer body realm. So, let's see, we to say, to fasso we have to He is not far from us. Now, I want to compare two stories in the book of Acts, just to maybe highlight what this looks like a little bit. In Acts chapter three, Peter and John come to the temple gate called Beautiful. It was about the ninth hour, the hour of prayer there was a lame man begging for alms and and, uh, Peter came to him and said silver and gold I do not have but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk uh, the, the comparison, that, the language that Peter used, I think we need to pay attention to. Silver and gold, I do not have. So I'm sure that Peter had silver and gold before. I'm sure that he would have silver and gold again after but it just so happens that right now silver and gold I do not have but he said but such as I have give I thee so for Peter Jesus Christ was not only somebody he had before and he did he walked with him for three and a half years. And it's true that Jesus was somebody that he would also have in the future. Which is the great hope of all the saints. But um, he was also cognizant of the fact that Jesus Christ was also somebody that he had right here, right now meaning that he had a consciousness that this this spirit man was alive and well and he said in the name of Jesus rise and walk and the lame man, they reached down, helped him up, and the man, the man uh, got strength in his feet and in his ankles, and he began to walk. I believe that the greater miracle is the consciousness that they had of Jesus' presence, more so than the physical healing and for us the great miracle is that consciousness when that locks in that such as i have i am in possession of something great <laughs> Uh, uh, We are believing uh, for great things in this country, in this continent. But uh, that that belief structure is built not on our strategy, but on the consciousness that that same Jesus is with us today. and he is the same yesterday today and forever and i think many of us make the mistake of believing for great things with a poor conscience Uh, for example in acts chapter 19 Uh, The seven sons of Sceva, in the city of Ephesus, came to the demon-possessed man. Uh, And they said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, come out. And the demon said, I know Jesus, I know Paul, but who are you? They were trying to cast out the demon by proxy. They were trying to cast out this demon based on the the power that they saw working over there in someone else. The Bible says that the demon overpowered them. The Greek is the word katakirio. It means to subdue and to bring under subjection. Um, as long as we are perceiving and are conscious of the power somewhere else, it will compromise our authority right here. Uh, we need to graduate from uh, over there, Jesus, like the seven sons of Skiva to the right here Jesus, right now Jesus. The other thing that, that's interesting what the demon said is that they asked, they asked these seven sons of, of Sceva. he asked them, who are you? And I think that's a powerful question because it gives us a small picture into how the demonic world sees us. Or what they are looking for when they perceive us, what, how, they want the, uh, how they want us to perceive ourselves. They want to know what you think about you. Um, there is a great power in how we answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> this reveals the strategy of the enemy. Uh, we go all the way back to Genesis. Uh, at the last verse of chapter two, it says, the man and the woman were not ashamed The the, the man and the woman were naked and not ashamed. The very next verse. Chapter three, verse one. It says, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the creatures the Lord God had made. And by the time he was done with his craftiness, the Bible says that when God went looking for Adam, Adam said to him, I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Uh, by contra- uh, so, uh, by the, the work of the enemy caused them to feel something about, the, about their nakedness that they did not feel before. Um, uh, they, they began to be aware of, of, of their outer layer as opposed to their inner layer. Their eyes were open to their nakedness and closed to their spirit. And they no longer saw themselves through the power of the word. By contrast, uh, John the Baptist, uh, they came to him. John the Baptist came as a forerunner to prepare the way for the Lord. And they asked him, Who are you? What do you say about yourself? And John replied saying, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. It's so interesting his answer. The question again is who are you? And he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He could have said, I am the son of Zachariah. My mother's name is Elizabeth. I grew up in the hill country of Judea. My father is a priest. We come from a family of priests. All of that is true. But all of that comes from this outer layer right here. And by answering, I am the voice of one in the desert, he was actually giving an answer that came from the word. Because he was quoting Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3. And remember we said last week that it is through the divine promises that we participate in the divine nature. And and John had a choice to either receive his identity from, from his natural circumstances or receive his identity from what God said. And that question and that challenge comes to us today through Pastor Z. Who are you? What do you say about yourself? This is a loaded question. Because Katakirio is hanging in the balance. How you answer will determine whether you have dominion over the demonic forces or the demonic forces have over you. Uh, now one of the challenges that always comes with this language is that uh, we all struggle with mistakes. Uh, maybe we get mad in the traffic. Uh, maybe we we cheated someone or something and we are having a, this, these things that battle with us. Maybe there's you know lust, greed, all of the pride of life, all of these things, they fight us and hit us from different angles. Now, I want to just maybe encourage somebody who's maybe struggling with some kind of a problem or issue. Because if you're struggling, you would say, this is a great teaching, but it doesn't apply to me. (laughs) Because I messed up and I did something and I fell something and did something that I shouldn't do. I would like to expose the enemy right now. The goal of the enemy is not to get you to make a mistake. The goal of the enemy is for you to live in that camp of guilt and shame and afraid because you are naked and as long as you are there he will continue his I would like to just share a verse with somebody today uh, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 9 speaking of Jesus it says then he said here I am I have come to do your will he sets aside the first to establish the second. And by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ. Once and for all. So we are made holy not through our performance or our perfect record. We have been made holy by his will. Uh, if it was up to us, we would be drowning in a river and in a, uh, a sea of, of an unending perpetual shame and guilt but when we understand that our holiness is a matter of his will and not our behavior we can receive by faith that which he has provided for us free of charge (laughs) it was peter who said such as i have given thee Uh, and he was speaking of Jesus who is in him, he made this connection right here. But do you know just a few weeks, maybe a few months before, it was the same Peter who denied Jesus ever having known him. And he wept bitterly because of the shame that he felt because of his betrayal. So based on his record, he does not qualify. <laughs> but he, he was not made holy through his behavior. He was made holy by God's will and by the will of Jesus. And we have been made holy by that same precious blood and that same precious will and sacrifice. Who are you? The entire demonic world and demonic structure wants to know. Uh, All of the spirit world is waiting for your manifestation. Uh, Uh, Our text is God did this. God did this. So that we might worship Him and seek him, though he is not far from each one of us. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray not for a miracle of signs and wonders today. I pray for a miracle of consciousness today. And I thank you that somebody just woke up, Father God, to who they really are today. And may the victory of the finished work of Jesus manifest in our bodies and in the earth. You've never accepted this gift of Jesus don't wait another minute please contact the numbers and the email on on the screen and and uh, our ministers are ready ready and waiting to share with you and lead you into the, the family of God and for those of you who are believers today My question to you is the same question the demons and the demonic world is asking. Who are you? Who are you? The Katakirio is hanging in the balance. God bless you, we'll see you next week. Next week we will be broadcasting live from from the, the service, a live broadcast.
1: Hey, this is just a reminder. Have you subscribed to our Telegram channel? Not only will you find important announcements, but also access to our daily devotionals, family devotionals, and much, much more. We also want to take this moment to thank you for your generosity and faithfulness throughout the years. Not only is your giving a fragrant and acceptable offering before God, But Paul in 2 Corinthians 9.12 describes it as an expression of ministry. And it is that very ministry that allows us to continue to put our hands to the plow together in the work of reaching people with the message of God's grace and love. You can give through four different avenues. You can stop by your nearest commercial bank or Braham Bank and deposit your offering to the account number on the screen. You can also take advantage of either bank's mobile banking apps. For those of you who have international major credit cards or debit cards, you can give online on our website, BezaChurch.org. And you can always stop by our accounting office on the TK Building, 5th floor, and they will be happy to serve you there. In this extraordinary and unusual season, we appreciate you going out of your way to give. Thank you. God bless you.
2: you. به تلگرام یه بیت کریستیان ماست የለታዊ ابر چه سه هن یه لثهایی از زهبرک علت نات یه بیت سبتنات نه لیلو من ولكن يجب ان يكون ዘንድ اجر من المسلمين في المستقبل ان يكون هناك اجر من 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 من سیصدوباراد بارات استطلاع لاتشو. آن دیگر به کار باشیدم میگنجی تو پنگ درواق و این بران بنگ بهمید. یه لات دیگر به تله یه بعضی انگرایزه بسیل کارشون بهم میگن موبایل بانکینگ آپ اندیتت اکامو قبل از آن مکرالن. کی تو بتي كيه انترناشنال هنسا عمستانيا فوكلايبن ميجينيو يبيزا هيساب كفل بمهيد لتساتو تشلال لاتشو. بزيبال تلمده انجدا بمي مسل جزي هونلون عالفاتشو لقزيابير سرا كليلاو جزي قبلت قاتشو سلة تزرق قاتشو اقزيابير يوار قاتشو. انو اداتشو هاللين اقزيابيري ريت قبق قاتشو فيتون امي عبرال لاتشو.